Welcome to the So You Want to Lose Weight podcast. I'm your host, Ellie Gilbert, and I'm so glad you're here. On every episode, we're going to be talking about, well, weight loss, but actually everything else that weight loss might bring into your life. My goal with every episode is for you to be honest with yourself and ask yourself one question. So, do I really want to lose weight? Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of the For You So So You Want to Lose Weight podcast. (laughs) I'm going to get it one of these days. I'm going to be able to say it correctly all the way through one of these days. Welcome back to the So You Want to Lose Weight podcast. I am so happy you're here. Thank you for joining us again on this beautiful, beautiful June day, or I guess whenever you're listening to this, but right now it is June 1st. It is the start of summer. My kids are out of school. Today we sat down and planned out the next two months, and they told me what they wanted to do this summer. Um, I really wanted to get on just like a consistent schedule beforehand. So there's just, so we don't like wake up every day and just say, okay, well, so what are we going to do today? You know? So I want to just be set up for success. So we just have a lot of fun, a lot less stress, and we have meaningful summers. You know, I, I saw somewhere once that you only, you know, you really only get 18 true summers with your kids. And I feel like I don't know. One of my kids are babies. It's harder to like make it be true summers because they haven't been in school or anything like that. And and this was my first, my little boy's first year of school, like real full time kindergarten, right? And and so it kind of feels like this is our first real summer, and I feel like I have to take it seriously. And I feel like if I do take it seriously and we get on a schedule and we, you know, a schedule full of fun, I should say. It's not a schedule full of, you know, work and things like that, but a schedule full of fun now that it will just set us up for success in future summers and kind of help the boys understand that like schedules are still important, even though it's summer break. Right. And anyway, so today they were outside playing in the hose with water balloons and bubbles and, you know, just really enjoying the sunshine. So it's actually our first full, real, like warm week too in Utah this week coming up. So we're taking full advantage and, you know, just getting at it, going to enjoy what summer has to offer. Um, my next episode is actually going to be leaning into summer and we're going to be talking about, um, how we can lean into this next season. If you remember, um, a couple months ago, we talked about leaning into spring and, and how we can enjoy that, um, and how it can translate into our health. And so next we're going to be doing, um, summertime and how leaning in to summer can help our health. But today is a different topic. We are not going to be talking about that today. We are going to be talking about kind of an interesting topic that I never, like when I planned out this podcast, this was never something that I even thought that I would talk about. But after having a talk with my husband about this, I felt like this was something really important that I think a lot of people need to hear. And so I'm eager to talk about it and see 
what you guys think eventually affect our health. And you might actually look at these areas as not even related to your health. But as I want to touch on today, I truly think that everything that we really participate in eventually affects our health. Now, I want to start by saying that the claims that I'm going to make today are very generalized. I understand that not every single person, I want to say this, I want to emphasize this because I know that not every single person that's in these demographics that I'm going to be talking about are all the same. I know that everyone has their own, their own life going on, right? They all, you all have different circumstances and some people are just unable, physically unable to do the things that I'm talking about. However, these are very generalized views and these are views that are not just coming from nowhere. Like they're very proven views that I've seen and my family members have seen. And anyway, I'm, I'll, I'll explain all of that as we keep going. So to preface, as I said earlier, this comes from a conversation that I was having with my husband um, a couple weeks ago at date night. And we always end up talking about work on date night. (laughs) I hate it. But this actually led to a very interesting conversation and one that's obviously, I thought, interesting enough to bring up on the podcast. Um, So Brandon is my husband's name. He owns a landscaping company and a landscaping company and has for the last mm, 10 plus 11 years. I I don't know the exact amount of years, but about that time. And so we've seen our fair share of what I want to address today. Work ethic or knowing how to work translates into your health. We have gradually seen an increase in people who just don't care to take care of their things. And I'm talking about their homes and because Brandon's a landscaper, particularly their yards. Now, I guess you kind of have to explain you know, know our background too. Brandon and I both come from a very hardworking families. Brandon's grandma is 97 years old and she still gardens. She still, you know, well, I don't know if she still uses the tiller, but she was using her tiller in her garden up till a couple of years ago. You know, she just, she has just been an excellent example of just hard work, hard worker. And, you know, someone who just wasn't afraid to get in the dirt and get dirty and just do what needed to be done. Um, my grandparents were the same, you know, I remember spending countless hours in my grandparents' garden, in their, in my grandma's flower gardens and learning just the value of hard work. They had a farm and so hauling hay and, you know, witnessing all of these things that make these systems work. I've seen, um, my parents, especially my mom, she's just like, one of the hardest workers I know. And she has always been a great example of, you know, making dinner and doing the laundry and keeping the house clean and working in the yard and just like consistently, you know, putting forth the effort to take care of her stuff and provide a, you know, a wholesome, a comfortable, a beautiful home to live in. And so we have had this like endless, endless examples from our parents and our grandparents of what hard work looks like. Um, and so it's, I know that it's, that we might be biased in this subject for sure, because we're surrounded by this. 
Um, but that still doesn't diminish the fact that I think it's very vital information that everyone can learn from. And I kind of want to explain why. So learning how to work hard starts young. Kids can learn how to mow the lawn, dig holes, pull weeds, tend to plants, plant a garden, all of those things. Those are chores that are totally doable for young ages and on any property that has a yard, right? And of course, you know, there's chores that you can do inside. Like if you have an apartment or something that doesn't have a yard, there are plenty of things that you can be doing to take care of your stuff inside, right? Organization, laundry, cooking, putting things away, dusting, vacuuming, you know, like making things look nice. Okay. Kids, we're going to be talking today about really, you know, landscaping and, and stuff just because that's what the topic was during this conversation between me and Brandon, but it all translates. So kids learn what it means to take, to tend and take care of something And then they reap the benefits of a comfortable yard to play in and a beautiful yard to look at. Okay, so they do the the chores, they see the benefits. As they get older, the lessons they learn in the yard about discomfort, consistency, and troubleshooting can work in their favor when they enter the workplace. And I want to explain all three of those. So think about it. It's uncomfortable to mow a lawn or nail down to pull weeds. And it takes patience. It will also be uncomfortable to deal with an unhappy customer or sit at a desk for long periods of time. For a yard to look really beautiful and grow to its full potential, then consistency is needed. It's needed in watering and mowing, okay? Consistency is also needed when studying for tests or growing a business. You have to consistently show up. There are also plenty of times when a person has to troubleshoot problems in a yard, whether it's sprinklers or maybe why roots are bringing up sidewalk. Troubleshooting then happens constantly in the workplace when equipment malfunctions or just systems aren't working. Okay, you have to learn how to troubleshoot these situations. So it's safe to say that the lessons learned in a yard or while taking care of a home translate later in life. So Brandon and I are sitting and having these conversations and we're acknowledging like, yeah, these are all of the things that we've learned and the things that, you know, have helped us to get to where we want to be and do the things that we want to do. And, but like, why are we seeing, we're seeing some trends very commonly in, in, you know, landscaping or just, you know, our neighborhoods in general that are very concerning to us. And, um, And then, you know, and then I'll explain how they translate into our health. So number one, not many young people apply to work for Brandon. Okay. Brandon owns a company where they mow lawns, they pick weeds, they help with sprinklers, you know, they landscape, right? This used to be drastically different. So when we first started the company, we basically hired straight from the college and high school you know, pool of people like that's really who we were hiring and they were awesome. They worked effectively and quickly and they also learned how to speak with customers and build their people skills at a very important age. And I truly believe that that really helped them, you know, then go on to college or onto their careers. And they already had that basis 
your, or that, you know, that foundation set to really help them be successful. Um, the people, number two, the people who are hiring Brandon to consistently take care of their yards are usually in a better place financially with their health and their overall well-being. This is very different for, it's a very different outcome for those who pay no attention to their property. Okay, people who are paying no attention to their property typically are having the opposite. They're having not, they're not in the better place financially. They probably have worse health and they just don't have a better overall well-being. Okay. And number three, those who do work for Brandon, and this has been the very, this has been the hardest one for us to really accept lately because it's so frustrating. It's so frustrating, not just as an employer, but to just see, you know, what's going on with the system right now in the world. And I am not going into politics today, but, (laughs) you know, the people who do work for Brandon, um, and the ones that value working hard and seeing a beautiful outcome and, you know, they're very like detail oriented and they want to learn and they want to help and they're good to the customers. They usually have a successful lifestyle outside of the job. But those people are very, they're fewer and fewer to find these days. It's really frustrating because, you know, people who really value, I mean, there's obviously the, the few that we do have that are wonderful, but the few, but all, you know, the rest are just, they come, they stay for a few weeks or a month and then they quit. They quit without notice. They just, they just quit. And the thing about them is they typically see that same repetitive pattern in all areas of their life, right? They start one thing and then they quit and then they start another thing and then they quit or they come back to the same thing again and then they quit, right? It's that yo-yo effect, but in the workplace and it's frustrating and it's hard and it's, and you want to do, you want to teach them, you want to help them, you want to instill, you know, that, that sense of working hard and how this is going to help you. And, um, even though this might not be your long-term job, you know, this might not be something that you stick with forever, but it's, it's going to translate into the future and it's going to help you immensely in your future endeavors. So why and how does this translate into health? I know personally, these are just, this is what I'm seeing personally, um, when I am taking care of my things. So when I am out taking care of my yard, making sure that my house looks nice and that I am, you know, just taking that extra step to really look, make things look comfortable or feel comfortable and how I want things. I envision things to look. I, I learn how consistent, consistency and planning works in my favor. And so it then helps me better understand how those same practices keep me healthy, planning how I will move, what meals I'll be eating and what my goals are for my overall lifestyle are easier and a lot more fun to take on. I also feel better. And this is just, you know, this is just not even my health. This is just my overall feeling of life. I just feel better when I'm moving more in the yard and I'm just, I'm just generally more active overall. Okay. Um, and I want you to know that like, I don't want you to dismiss like working in your yard and, and being active and walking and being up on your feet and stuff. And, you know, we see so many studies that are, you know, 
having a, a standing desk for work is so good for you or, or sitting on a, on a basu ball or, a you know, an exercise ball while you're working is so good for you, right? Being active and just moving more is so beneficial. And so, you know, if you're adding to your life by doing chores and being active and being out in the yard and mowing the lawn and digging weeds and gardening and, and doing those things, you're just generally going to be happier and healthier because you're moving more. So I want you guys to think about your personal life. Are you making it a priority to take care of your property daily? What does your day look like? Are you spending more time on the couch, in front of the TV, at your desk, or on the phone? Or are you up and creating, cultivating, and absorbing the sunshine, the vitamin D, okay? Now I want, okay, so, so think about those questions. What does my current lifestyle look like? Just your lifestyle, not anything else. So, you know, think about your work day. What are you doing? And then think about when you get home from work, what are you doing? And before work, what are you doing? Like, what does your lifestyle look like? Now, I want you to think about your other habits. And if you aren't putting in the work, if you aren't moving, if you aren't taking the time to create and cultivate and and make things look nice, take care of your crap, <laughs> take care of your stuff, right? How is your health? I want you to think about that. Are you a person that doesn't take care of your stuff? You have a yard that needs work. You have a home that needs work. How is your health? How do you generally feel? Do you generally feel overworked? Do you generally feel tired? Do you generally, generally feel lazy? Do you generally feel sick? Is, so if you are that type of a person, is your eating and moving a priority in your life? Or is it just on the back burner? What I typically see is the two coincide with each other. When things are being unkept, when things are falling by the wayside, if there are not systems in place, if they're not priorities, then generally your health isn't going to be either. Brandon and I have seen an increase in unkept yards, falling apart homes, and just less of a sense of community and activity in our neighborhoods in the last few years. It's really quite devastating. Um, in our last home, it was our first home, our starter home. We put so much time in, and energy into that house and our neighborhood was the same. Like we just had this community of just people that took care of their homes. And I know that it was a lot of the older generation. Um, and it's, you know, the generation that's now, you know, passing away and things like that. And it was just, you know, that generation valued hard work and taking care of their stuff was a priority. Um, and so now we, we, you know, we drive past that neighborhood and it, and it's hard. It's hard to see. It's hard to see this next generation just not take care of their stuff. And, um, you know, they're too busy, quote unquote, they're too busy, um, to do it. It's not a priority. And, um, so it's, it's disheartening. It, it's disheartening to see people lose the ability or the motivation to take care of their things. We are 
also seeing an increase in disease, in sickness, and in lower quality of life in the same timeline. Okay, so at, in, over the last few years, and I know this isn't, you know, maybe, maybe it's going way past the last few years, but personally, as we've seen in, our, in the workplace, in our communities, as we see those things fall by the wayside, yards not be taken care of, homes not be taken care of, we also have seen an increase in health diminishing, you know, and people getting sick and people struggling. And, and, you know, it's just, it's, it's fascinating that I really do see a correlation between the two. And this is, this is not just coming from Brandon's business and, and us noticing yards and noticing homes, because that's what we, he, that's what he just does, right? He notices those things. But I've seen it with my knowledge and my experience in health and wellness, you know, the clients that, that struggled to, to make healthy lifestyle changes, to, um, to make things a priority, generally were struggling in those areas as well. They're struggling financially. They're struggling, you know, if I happen to see a picture or something from their home, um, you know, I can, I can tell, I can tell when something is just messy and out of place or been cum- like, um, accumulating over time, right? You can tell, you can tell a difference when, when like the bed's just not made or the laundry just needs to be folded or it's like a ton of stuff piled up on one another. And you can like, you can tell when a floor hasn't been mopped for a while. Right. So there's a difference between, between kind of just, you know, being behind on things and being, having just like a, a repetitive thing that you never get on top of. Right. So there is a correlation and I have seen that with clients that are struggling. Okay. So when people prioritize screens, when they prioritize screens over backyards, Okay, so they they would much rather sit in front of a TV screen or sit in front of their their gaming console or sit in front of their phone instead of sit in their backyard and breathe the fresh air and look at the view and talk to their neighbors or that they require or they prioritize a job that requires minimal manual labor or and um or one and ones that are at a desk over ones that are more manual labor or things like that, you know, if they prioritize, I've got to work, I've got to work, I've got to, you know, get this stuff done over, you know, working at their home and taking care of their stuff, they begin to lose their health. It's as simple as that. Okay. And I'm not, you know, When you're hiring someone to do this, this, you know, this thing, if you don't want to mow your lawn, then hire someone to mow your lawn. But that also tells me that you, that is a priority. If you're having someone mow your lawn or clean your home, that is a priority. And that, that does translate into your health as well, because you have a system in place that prioritizes things and your health is usually going to be a priority as well. Okay. So I don't want to say like, you got to do everything. Like, that's not what I'm saying at all, but you got to do, you got to do some stuff. Right. And you, you got to make it work for your, your lifestyle. But, but I hope, I hope that's making sense. I hope that, you know, when you're prioritizing things that make you sit over things that make you move, your health will be impacted. So 
Get out and live. Get out and create. Get out and do something hard. Do something that makes you sweat. Do something that makes you sore. Do something that gives you a blister. (laughs) You know, it doesn't need to be the primary thing you do each and every day. Like this does not need to be your profession. I know that like in order to have your family be healthy and, and survive, like some people are just going to naturally have desk jobs. I get it. Okay. But it does still need to be a part of your life. Moving and creating and cultivating and having, you know, something that brings you joy and pushes you out of your comfort zone in that way. It will, I guarantee, I guarantee if you make it a priority that the rest of your life will be better because of it. Now, if you're needing guidance, okay, if you're needing guidance in this area, it's something I'm super passionate about. It's exactly something that we will prioritize in my one-on-one body trust program. I want to take a look at the things that aren't necessarily deemed about your health. Like planting a a flower garden might not be about your health. Having, you know, I, I don't know, having the desire to to remodel your kitchen might not be about your health, right? But it is something that it, it does. It affects your health, you guys. It, it just helps you prioritize your health even more when you already have those systems in place to be able to accomplish those things. Okay. So hobbies matter, hard work matters, and I want to help you fit it all in to an incredible lifestyle for yourself. So if you are interested and you are interested to have you know me help you and like hold you accountable and get these things done, then I will leave a link in the show notes to just a, a you know, we can schedule a discovery call and we can chat about that and we can see if we are a good fit. So there's my shameless blog right here at the end. But you guys, I hope that this made an impact. I hope that this made sense. I hope that you will prioritize creating and, and just making something new and working hard and sweating and taking care of your things. If you can't take care of it, then get rid of it. Okay. But make it a priority. Take care of your stuff. Enrich your community. Help you know, help your neighbors, you know, be motivated to have your house look good on the block. Make it a priority. Okay. All right, my friends, thank you so much for listening today. I appreciate you being here. I want you to remember you are beautiful. You are strong. You are capable and you are worthy of any good thing that comes your way. I'm sending love your way and we'll talk next time. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of the So You Want to Lose Weight podcast. Please make sure to rate and subscribe to the podcast so you always stay up to date. You're part of the family now, and I'm so glad you're here.